Welcome to the South Carolina State Library's podcast, Library Voices SC. I'm Curtis Rogers, Communications Director, and today I'm pleased to have with us in our virtual podcast studio, Joey Frazier. Joey grew up bird hunting, bream fishing, and playing bluegrass music on mandolin and guitar in Lexington County, South Carolina. After earning a BA degree in English with a minor in photojournalism from the University of South Carolina, he has worked in the communications field either as a writer or photographer or even both. Currently, he is editor of South Carolina Wildlife Magazine. So welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me. Glad to be here. Great to have you here. So tell our listeners a little bit more about yourself and South Carolina Wildlife Magazine. Oh, I don't think there's so much to say about me, but uh, the magazine for sure, uh, it's been around for more than 65 years in continuous publication. The official magazine of the South Carolina Department of Natural Resources, and our goal is to help educate South Carolinians about the mission of our agency. And what is that mission? to promote and take care of our wildlife and wild places. Originally, we were mostly a law enforcement agency. But over time, as we became a Department of Natural Resources, added in has been archaeology and climatology. Even our state climatologist is a DNR uh, employee. And we oversee land and water resources. So lots and lots besides hunting and angling. And how long have you been with the Department of Natural Resources? I've been here 10 years. I've been magazine editor for four and a half years. Wow. Well, I know that if our our listeners go to the podcast page, you'll see the link to scwildlife.com. Is that correct? Yes, sir. Okay, great. And there you'll find all the information about South Carolina Wildlife Magazine. And I know it's been around for a long time because every library that I have worked in, I've always seen South Carolina Wildlife Magazine come through either in paper or I see it digitally. So it's always one of those uh, welcome things to any library's collection. And I'm sure people can subscribe to it and get it at home, right? Oh, absolutely. Uh, It's only available by subscription. Okay. All right. Great. Um, And tell our listeners a little bit about what the process is like for planning articles and photos and how you deal with deadlines and all that kind of stuff. We start early. Magazines are planned out about a year in advance because of the way deadlines fall. Seasonal photos have to be shot uh, a year early. We try to have a theme for each magazine. It doesn't always work out, but at least two or three issues per year have a a special theme running through them. Well, one of the things that I'd love to talk about um, is the photography, because I always see a lot of amazing photographs in South Carolina Wildlife Magazine. Can you talk to us a little bit about the process of how you have... um, how you hire photographers or how you get photos? Oh, absolutely. Back in the day, we had writers and photographers separately, and we had the very best, uh, beginning uh, with Ted Borg. And there have been many more. I I, I shouldn't name them because I'll leave someone out for sure, but uh, Robert Clark and uh, Philip Jones come to mind right away. You've seen their name many times. 
those guys are retired now, so mostly we use freelance photographers. Uh, Robert Clark, fortunately, is helping us with that, and Nancy Lee over in Ridgeway is a very good photographer. And then I shoot some pictures. Another DNR employee, Taylor Main, also shoots some of the photos. It's a lot of work. We try to do as much of it in-house as we can, but because we want the magazine to really look special, we reach out to those freelancers. And what's your process for selecting photos? Because I know, you know, a photographer is going to take tons of photos and, and you're going to have to go through and select. What's your kind of your selection criteria? Well, it has to match to illustrate the story well, but then we have to look closely at uh, file size with digital photography to make sure it's going to reproduce well in print. And we have to try to, I guess, manage exposure. When you're printing on a web press, you're printing eight to 16 pages at a time. So if you're using some dark exposures and some light exposures, it's probably not going to work out very well because they can't uh, adjust each one separately. So we try to balance that exposure when we choose our photographs so the entire magazine looks nice. Maybe that was too much technical. No, no. I'm sure there are some photography folks out there who uh, who are, are really interested. Um, I know I am because I love photography. It's been one of my hobbies for ever since, gosh, ever since uh, probably elementary school even. So I'm always fascinated. Um, and one of the things that I recently have discovered on the iPhone, if you take a picture, there is the option to give it a long exposure. And so I actually happened to be up at our Table Rock State Park in Pickens County, South Carolina last week and was able to do some stream photos with long exposure to get that wonderful look of the, the running water. So um, always, always fun stuff with photography like that. No doubt. It, lots of fun. Um, so tell us a little bit about maybe what are some of your favorite South Carolina wildlife magazine pieces? Uh, are there any that kind of stand out for you? Oh, for sure. Uh, since I've been editor, uh, right away when I came on, we, we knew the 65th anniversary was coming up. So we spent a lot of time planning and creating that special piece. So it ranks right up there at the top for me. And then in... September of 2019, we did a special issue that was a little bit different for us. We featured a rock and roll star on our cover, a guy, Chuck Lavelle. You'll remember Chuck from the Allman Brothers Band. He was a keyboard player, and he currently is keyboard player with the Rolling Stones. But what's interesting and makes him important to us is he owns a quail plantation in Georgia and land management, especially forestry is so important to him. And he's an advocate for uh, both Georgia and South Carolina DNRs. That's amazing. Um, it's, it's unique when you find someone with that combination. It sure, sure is. Uh, it was a surprise to us, a freelance writer, uh, Tom Poland and photographer Robert Clark brought Chuck to our attention and or we said the only thing is, can we afford you? If, if you can work for what we can pay, we want that story. 
Exactly, and you mentioned Tom Poland's name. In fact, um, we've had Tom Poland and Robert Clark come to the South Carolina State Library and do, uh, do some book talks. So always have fascinating stuff about some of the out-of-the-way places in South Carolina. Oh, certainly. We actually sponsored one with Tom and Robert and had, it went very well, and we had a list planned and then the uh, pandemic came and we've had to postpone some things, but we hope to get back to the library when this is over and offer some more for your uh, constituents and our readers. We're definitely looking forward to that day as well. I, I know that uh, we had uh, planned to do some additional things, but with the um, COVID-19 pandemic, we've had to curtail a lot of those activities. And that's why we're uh, now we're at least we're able to do the podcast uh, virtually. <laughs> right. Um, so um, what are some of the more memorable photos that maybe pop into your head? And, and can you tell our listeners a little bit about those? Oh, wow. It's hard to choose a particular one, but and I know uh, Robert's name has come up a lot, but for sure he, he, his specialty is landscape photography. I think he's the very best. So we dig into his archive a lot when we're looking for something special. Uh, Philip Jones also has done a lot of great work for us. Uh, Philip's a, more than a landscape guy. He goes after the critters, he, lots of portraits of animals. So those kind of photos mean a lot to me. And when I'm out with my camera, I try to emulate those two guys. And w when you mentioned Robert Clark's name again, one of the photos that really popped into my mind, and I think it was in the Carolina Bays book that has recently been published. Um, and I think that was Tom Poland and Robert Clark. But uh, one of the photos I think was those pitcher plants that are native to South Carolina. And, you know, something about the way the light was and everything about it, it just kind of strikes, uh, I don't know if you actually remember that image, uh, but it just strikes in my memory. I do actually, uh, that was the book they were featuring at the author talk at the library that we sponsored. Uh, Robert is, an expert in manipulating available light, uh, no doubt about it. Uh, he spends a lot of time thinking about a photo before he clicks the shutter. And we're really glad that in our May, June 21 issue coming up, we're gonna feature some Robert Clark uh, carnivorous plant photos, some new ones, and a, a piece by Tom Poland about Rocky Shoal spider lilies. Uh, Robert's illustrating that one as well. So I think our I think readers and uh, library goers will be interested in that special plant issue. Definitely, it's always fascinating when we're able to learn so much more about our state. And you know, when when you think about it, I think a lot of people maybe don't know or think that South Carolina Wildlife Magazine is a state government publication. You know, I think a lot of people think, well, it's just a magazine and there's a publisher somewhere. But uh, I think it's important for folks to realize that um, it's actually a state government document and it's something that's published by a state government agency. 
it, it is. And you would think that's unusual, but just about every state uh, Department of Natural Resources has a magazine. And we have been very fortunate to win Best Magazine now two years in a row among those. Wonderful. So that's a national national award? It is. Wow. Congrats. Congratulations. I didn't realize that. Uh, we're really proud of it. It was a little unexpected, but we worked hard for it. Well, that's great. And, and when you say we, can you tell us a little bit about your team of folks who, who work on South Carolina Wildlife Magazine? Oh, sure. Uh, besides myself, there's managing editor Cindy Thompson, who really does everything. And then our, our art director, Kathy Diaz. There's the staff. And there was a time when we had a staff of maybe a dozen or so before my day. But uh, technology has enabled us to streamline a little bit. It is truly amazing all of the advances in technology that allow for uh, the kinds of publishing that not only you're doing, but that probably all of the other uh, wildlife magazines across the country are doing. So um, kudos to you and your team of three getting all this done. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so do you have any kind of special projects coming up you'd like to mention? Well, there's that May-June issue for sure. That was going to be really, really nice. We've been working on it for about a year now. And then uh, our July, our January, excuse me, January, February issue coming right up soon is going to feature some coastal art by Joseph Byrne, a, a local artist, going to be on the cover. Really, really beautiful. And he's providing us an essay about how he documents our changing coastline through his paintings. So that's gonna be a real nice one. And Sheila Dorsey and Ron Whitten there at the library introduced us to C. Hope Clark, a Midlands novelist. Uh, I think mostly she writes mystery stories, but her educational background is in agriculture. And she's writing uh, stories for us from that angle. We published one in our September, October issue that is current now and she's providing two more for 2021. Real excited about that project. That's wonderful. Yeah, she has done a lot of work with us at the State Library, and uh, she does a lot of mysteries that center around Edisto Island, uh, which uh, are, are just wonderful. And, and she has a pretty big following too, so I'm sure folks will look forward to that. Uh, we hope so. The first one was very well received. Great, that's wonderful. So uh, as we wrap up, do you have any kind of library related stories you can share? I know this is Library Voices SC and we always kind of like to ask folks if they have anything uh, either from personal or professional life related to libraries. Well, I've spent a lot of time in libraries for sure as a writer, but the state library in particular, I didn't know much about. I came up there one day to bring our archive copies and just accidentally met Sheila Dorsey in the lobby. And she was showing us around and telling me a little bit about how they archive our magazine. And before you know it, she'd introduced me to Ron Whitten. And now I come and record some of our magazine for his project. And that's how I met Hope Clark. So the State Library has meant a lot to us in the last uh, year and a half for sure. 
Well, that's wonderful. Partner. That's wonderful. And we certainly do appreciate uh, you being able to come and uh, spend time with Ron, who is our producer for our Talking Book Services Division, which is our service for the uh, blind and print impaired or visually impaired uh, so that folks are still able to, if they can't read or physically hold South Carolina Wildlife Magazine and they're members of our Talking Book Services Library, they're able to at least listen to it. Great. It, it's meant a lot to us to be part of that, for sure. Well, we certainly do appreciate it, and we appreciate all you do. And uh, thank you so much for being with us today. But thank you for having me. And thank you to our listeners. You can find Library Voices SC on Podbean, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio, or add us on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast website address is libraryvoices.podbean.com. We love hearing from our listeners, so please send us your comments and suggestions for future topics. Library Voices SC is the official podcast of the South Carolina State Library. So until next time, this is Curtis Rogers. Thanks for listening. Mm -hmm.